I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Uh, now, on to the last team, boys. Well, so next week we'll do... Guys, next week we're going to drop the, the potty, the World Cup and that, and then we'll do the bottom eight side season review. The bottom eight side season review. Um, now, Roosters. Interesting year. Really interesting year. You get to round 16. Round 16, they're finishing... They're at the Round 16, they're 11th. 11th. Then they win every single game except for their last one where they get knocked out. Well, before they went on that, like they, they won their last eight games of the regular season in a row. They lost the four before that. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. And I think this is where it is so important in this competition, especially if you're going to try and give this premiership a shake. You need to be in the top four because you can't be playing the last three weeks of the regular season like it's finals football to yep. keep yourself alive. And you the, can't afford to run into a red hot South Sydney or a yeah. or a battling Raiders. Like it's just too hard these days. And like it, it, even like this yeah, season, sorry. You look at South Sydney. Like they, you know, they were in a little bit of a safer spot, not heaps safer, but like Maddie, like. Like, I reckon you guys would have had such a better chance, and I think it showed last year when you finished top four, you beat Penrith week one, you came to that grand final, you only just lost. Like, you had a fantastic half against Penrith three weeks ago. You just ran out of gas. You can't – if you're outside the top four, you just give yourself no hope. It really, it's really tough. And that's why that – like, put it this way, if Eels don't beat Storm that last game, I don't think they make the finals. I don't think they make the finals. No. Um, you know, so Roosters' year is interesting. It's interesting because if you looked at the second half, you would go, this is a scary side. You know, even the, the loss to the South Sydney, they would decimate it. They lost Teddy. They lost Angus Crichton. Um, but I'm not I'm, – I'll put it this way. At the end of last year, I was sure that they were going to at least make a prelim, if not a grand final. But at the end of this year, I'm like, well, you know, they do have games in them where they doesn't seem to work for them, where certain players aren't gelling, aren't clicking – do you think 
they found their groove or do you think they just went on a good run towards the end of the year? I think that they've found a bit of a groove. I think that they I think they come into this season knowing and it's going to take time to get used to Brandon Smith at nine. Mm. I think it's going to take him a bit of time to get used to this side. But I think they came into this season and halfway through they decided, fuck, we've got to get Joey Manu involved. We're going yeah. to use him in this fashion. Uh, they had, obviously, Walker and Kiri playing completely different roles. I think they know going into this year what's going to be James Tedesco's roles, what's going to be Manu's role, what's going to be Kiri Walker. I think they've got a lot of it sorted out. And then it just comes down to putting Brandon Smith in there. And I, I think they'll be a lot more of a smoother side this year. I think they'll be as up and down. Just having a look, we said that they lost those four games before they went on their win streak. What about the three games, that the last three games that they lost? They lost the first one 26-18 to, to Melbourne. They lost the next one 26-16 to, to Parramatta. Then they lost the other one 26-18 to, to Penrith. It was essentially the same scoreline yep. three weeks in a row mm. against top sides. And then all of a sudden they just go back eight in a row. Yep. They're pretty dominant during that period. Well, I remember watching the Melbourne game and I was like, if if the Rooster, those three losses that I had, I remember talking about going, don't let them deceive you. This Rooster side is mm. playing good footy. They're just up against the best fucking teams in the comp. Um, but isn't that just such a credit to Trent Robinson that obviously <coughs> he was able to stay calm yeah. despite them at that point sitting in 11th place after those three losses and to just go, trust what we're doing here, yep. we'll be okay. Do you think though, Timmy, what do you think about the Rooster season? Mate, I never thought I'd say this, but I feel sorry for the Sydney Roosters. <laughs> Honestly, like, the last couple of years, probably, what, three years now, the injuries they've had to deal with, mm. it is just <clears throat> unbelievable. Like, the squads they've assembled, they should have had arguably a premiership or at very least a couple of more grand final appearances. Um, but, what, like, we spoke all season about back Robbo, He'll get them humming by the end of the season. He did. They won eight on the trot to make finals. And we were sitting here going, all right, yeah, they're in the, the bottom side. They don't get the second chance, but they're every chance. They then go into a, a semi-final week one and they lose James Tedesco after 14 or so minutes. Angus Crichton after 30 minutes and then on half time, Daniel Tupu, 41 minutes. And <coughs> it's just like, I know the Bunnies were pretty relentless in that game, but you're just sitting there going, they can't take a trick. Mm. They couldn't have gone in in better form into the finals. And then that happens all within one half. They lose three of their best players. So yeah. I do think injuries are an excuse for them. They, yeah. Oh, God, they had a rough run. They had an absolutely... Uh, one thing I will say, though, is that like, the energy and aggression they were playing with in those last eight games, Like, can you keep that up all year? I don't know if you could. Surely not. Like even, even the Penrith Panthers didn't come with... like The aggression that the Penrith Panthers came with last night, they couldn't do that all year, surely. Because you'd... you'd Peter out. So, yeah, the Roosters, again, if you went in the first half of the year, you go far out. I think people are going to get moved on here. <clears throat> but then second half, you go, well, it's looking like outside of all those injuries, they may have maybe able to make a push. Um, Tupu, top try scorer. Sam Walker, top point scorer. Wins 15, losses 9. Um, they are getting Brendan Smith next year. Uh, they won just three games between round 7 and 17. Fucking hell. And then they were managed to do what they did. Um, interesting. One of the big calls of the season, though, Robinson Robson, uh, Robinson abandoned plans to make Kiri the seven and he made uh, Walker the seven. I think that uh, Robbo deserves a bit of credit with that. Um, I think a lot of coaches would have been stubborn and, and said, like, no, 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 I've made this decision. I'm going to stick with it. Otherwise, it looks like I made the wrong call. But how it's it's funny how sometimes we, we – not that we overthink things, but it's almost like – the obvious answer, we try to go, okay, well, 
We've got a number seven here, but here's all the reasons why he can't be the seven. He's young, he's inexperienced, he's flashy, we need this, we need that. History tells us why he isn't the guy. Yeah, and so let's go the guy that's experienced, he's won comps, rah, rah, instead of going, what's the main thing that matters? One's a seven, one's a six. And I think eventually they realise that Sam Walker is a seven, he'll always be a seven, he's been like that since he was six years old, and Luke Keary, he's always been a six, leave him at six. I... I'm still a little bit unsure for the Roosters next year, but I, I still I would still put him in premiership threat territory. Last year, the reason why I was really high on the Roosters is because of what they managed to achieve because of the injuries. Whereas this year, when they had everyone back on the field, um, there were periods where they just didn't seem to gel. But if they can look, if they can play like they did towards the end of the year for the whole year, oh my, like I don't know how they will. Um, I think Lodge has been a massive pickup for them, especially losing. They're going to lose Tokiaho. They lost Saluka for feeder. Uh, Gildart, he's uh, he's going to return from loan to the Tigers, um, and Sam Verrills to the Titans. I think Sam Verrills is going to be quite missed. Just the safety of like having him there as a genuine hooker in case Brandon Smith can't play for eighty or only plays fifty or he's suiting thirteen better. I know Guru, you probably like him better in the forwards. Mm. Um, but they did sign – they may be signing Jake Turpin. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of things – and uh, Brandon Smith is the better hooker, but there are a lot of things that Sam Verrills does better than Brandon Smith right now. Mm. And I think especially in the first few weeks uh, – I'm, I'm very keen to see what their draw looks like in the first few weeks because yeah. it, it is going to be a bit of a hard – and uh, Brandon Smith has said it himself that he hasn't played that much hooker. Yeah. He's good at it, but he hasn't played that much. He's a Dallium hooker of the year and he's he saying He hasn't that. played <laughs> that much, yeah. So he's still got a lot to learn in that position and – so he should because he hasn't played much there. But yeah, I think that first four or five weeks could be a little bit rocky for them. But then I, after that, I think once they smooth all that out, I think it'll be pretty smooth sailing for the Roosters. Do you think the Roosters risk chopping and changing too much if they make any changes going forward from this? Like because a new, it's essentially a new halves pairing. They've gotten rid of nine. They've got a new nine in. Like... I think they almost have to pick and stick with this spine for at least another 24 months because I just think that if they tra- if they go because we all know roosters are incredibly ruthless like if they don't get a result they will move a bloke on like if they don't win comps do you think that they need to pick and stick with this at least for 24 months I'd be surprised if they don't but I mean there was whispers of Kiri getting moved on yeah like not not that there were official whispers but people were like when they were going on their you know a bit of a losing streak it was like oh well they're gonna have to make some tough calls and cer- certain people may have moved on how old's luke Carey? he's 29 oh, okay right. maybe even 30 um mm. so the, the interesting one with that fascinates me is i mean firstly Kiri and sammy walker now sammy walker in his second year in the nrl um Got a full season together. Yeah. So they'll be so much better for the run. As I said, they run eight on the trot to finish the season and then knocked out week on the finals. But it's with Brandon Smith and his style of hooker. He's the complete opposite style of hooker to Sammy Verrills. Mm. Now, the Roosters have so much strike power out wide with those halves with Tedesco, Joey Manu. It's like, all right, get on the front foot and then go whack, whack, give these blokes early ball. Sam Verrills is a pass first, run second hooker. Brandon Smith is run first, pass second. Yeah. And, and that can work in the right team. I don't know if it's the right fit for the Roosters. Mm. And, like, it, it can work cohesively and he can be a runner because when he runs, he gets a lightning play, though, and they go whack, whack out the back. But <coughs> will his style of, of hooking suit the Roosters? I'm not convinced it will, but I am convinced that 
Trent Robinson will get the best out of him and yeah. make it work. Well, the How pos- that looks, I don't know. The positive thing for the Roosters is, is like, let's say, you know, Kiri and Walker are too dominant for Brandon to get what he needs. Like, in saying that, he worked with Munster and Hughes pretty damn well. Mm. Um, but I'd say Hughes and Munster are more running halves, so that probably helps the running nature of things. The po- positive things with Roosters are, let's say just for some reason it doesn't work out a hooker. I, I think it will, but let's say it doesn't. You can just, okay, he's a 13 then, and yeah. he's one of the best 13s in the competition. If Turpin is great through preseason and plays a few trials, maybe the first couple rounds off the bench and goes well, it could happen. They're like, yep. all right, Turpin's your nine. Cheese plays 13. Like I, I don't or, or like they play the similar role that – because like a lot of people go, what about Victor Radley? Don't worry, we haven't forgotten. But think of Taumalolo and Cotter, what, the way they play. Mm. And so that's the way you could play with Cheese and, and Radley of like kind of mixing that front row 13 role where you don't really know who the 13 – like sometimes Taumalolo's passing, sometimes it's Cotter passing, and you just, you just got two great ball runners that can also ball play in the forward pack at one time. And, you know, it might be the best thing that happens to Victor Radley that all of a sudden that jersey might not be 100% his. Mm. And it might, you know... I, it might I, even take pressure off him as well. It might, to, yeah. To constantly have to be the link man and he just can do what he does best, which is, even though I think his ball playing is great, I think he loves the contact as well yeah. and running it and being a part of the... I, I think, though, that... I don't know, it's a tough balance with Radley, but they do just need him on the field more. Yeah. He's just so fucking important to this team and he is so talented that you don't want to take away what is great about his game, that he is aggressive, but there's no bigger fan than Radley than, than me. Mm. But for me, I'm looking at Rads in the last few seasons, you know, it's not getting to a liability stage, mm. but it's not far off the amount they're missing him and how important he is to the team when he's on the field, but then he goes missing for five and six weeks, three times a season at the moment. Well, it's cost him probably two origin jerseys. At least one. I, I think it's fair to say that if he had played more footy over the last few years, he'd be in that Kangaroos squad today. Yeah. I think he would have played the last two Origin series yeah. and I think he'd be there. It's not unreasonable. It's, um, I mean, the, the big up that Isaiah Yo and Murray have over him is just the amount of footy they've played over the last three years. Before he was suspended and injured all the time, he was a back-to-back premiership winning lock. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait to see Bradley's career. He's such a character of the game and he's so good to watch. He just personifies old school footy. I fucking <laughs> love it. But you're right. You want him on the field. You need him on the field. Yep. And that's, you know, and unfortunately, the modern game doesn't reward that old school sort of football in the vast majority of occasions. And Holy shit. This is interesting. Victor Radley's only signed for next year. Mm. We haven't heard a peep out of that. They're so good at keeping shit under wraps, seriously. Um, we'll get to that when we do a transfer does show, mean, guys. Does that mean he's off contract November 1st? Is yeah, negotiate? yeah. I haven't even heard about it. They're the Roosters are the best. They're just <laughs> fucking so good. Um, but we'll speak about that when we do a transfer show, guys, so don't stress. Um, is there really a dude in their squad called Sandon Smith? Yeah, he's a halfback. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Smith and Sandon Smith. Holy shit. That's hilarious. <laughs> Fuck the boys would have been giving shit all year, the poor bloke. Um, just lastly, Suali'i, or we'll talk about Manu. Incredible year. I think we've given, you know, we everyone knows how much we love Manu. Suali'i, what a year. What a fucking year. Isn't he scary what his potential can be? True, like, he literally could be anything. It's crazy to think he made the Dallium team of the year and he didn't play the first five weeks. And he's a teenager. And he's 19. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Just, mate, I, I've met him in person at the Dally Ames. He is massive, bro. <laughs> He's as big as Payne Haas, hey? Honestly, I thought he was in, maybe an inch taller than Payne Haas. Yeah. And he's he's, he's as wide, like his shoulder width is. He is fucking huge, and he's nineteen. Wait till he fills out. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, that, that's the scary thing, and like I, I don't want to go back to comparisons and whatnot, but you look at Latrell when he was 18, 19, You go back and watch the tape, and you go, "Oh my god, he's so small." Mm. Now, then compared to now, then you look at Gi it was exactly the same. You watch those old tapes, and you go, "How wasn't Gi getting snapped in half?" So elite, like, it's scary to think right now we're watching him coming out of his own end being so damaging. In five years' time, we're going to look back and go, geez, he didn't have much on his frame. Yeah, whereas, like, in five years, him coming out of his own end in five years' time with a bit of muscle on him will be literally unstoppable. And the scariest thing is that he's, what, what is he, 25 games into his career and he knows how damaging he yeah. is already. He's already realised, which is sometimes the biggest hurdle to overcome. It's fucking mental. I mean, he's already in one year or half a year of footy, he's got shots on kick out, like... Literally shotting off the wing. Amazing. So Suwali is you was out outstanding. I thought um, the Butcher brothers were really good. Um, pass mark for the Roosters this year, but I would say as a whole, I think they'd be a little bit disappointed. I think they'd be a dis- bit disappointed. They wouldn't be giving themselves a pass mark, I don't think. Yeah. Not even close. I would just say pass mark just to the injuries and that, that they've had to, had to cop. But I... I, yeah, I I think internally they'd be disappointed, disappointed, and I think that it's pr- probably the first half of the year they'd be focusing on that disappointment. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what they do next year. Uh, that is us na- done and dusted. We're going to do the top eight, uh, sorry, the bottom eight next week, guys. Um, got anything coming on, boys? Nah, that's nah. enough for today. That's enough today. <laughs> yeah, we had a big day here, yeah, big day yesterday, big day today. Uh, make sure to grab a case of bloke in a bar from your local the best beer in all the land Aussie spirit in the can and as usual I'll go and fuck myself <laughs>